0: Welcome back to the Takeover Lounge. It's your boy, Z-Game, a.k.a. Fabrizio, a.k.a. ZZ. Only my mama calls me that, so you cannot call me that. To the right, we have Daniella. my special co-host. Daniela. Daniela. She is here, <laughs> as always. It's glad that, I'm glad to have her. Without her, this podcast would be a mess.
1: <laughs> but, I can't even deny
0: that. Okay, I'm glad you can't, because <laughs> it's so true. Uh, to the right, or to her, to my right, to her left, we have... Hi, I'm
2: Nico Jordan.
0: A returning guest, Hello. as you can see. And uh, Nico was on our virtual um, interviews when we were doing that for a while.
2: Yeah. So it's different. I've never done it virtually yeah. before. So it's nice to see you guys in person and to be here. So. Yeah.
0: I like good acting because it, me and Nico now work together. Absolutely. So it's amazing. I see you every day. This is every day. <laughs> literally. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's okay. So you got me to meet Danny uh, mm-hmm. in person. So this is awesome. We're just happy to have you here. And uh, this is a partnership with Black Renaissance and KXCI. We're here in the radio station. Uh it's been a it's been a start to a podcast i'm gonna be honest with you and if we're gonna be honest and authentic (laughs) this is not the first take this is definitely the third take of uh starting the podcast but we're here uh we're on the ig live on takeover lounge we're on the ig live of the uh, takeover media and we had nico jordan so without further ado i'll let d start us off as she normally does yes so nico hello
1: hello um from the last time we spoke to you, what has what do you feel like has changed drastically for you?
2: My life has changed drastically since that interview. It seemed like it happened overnight. So I've relocated. I don't live in Tucson anymore. Um, I moved to Phoenix, which has been great. It's been mm-hmm. a cool transition. Um, that's been a, a really big change. Uh, my music started catching traction. Around the city, around the whole state, honestly, and you know, some people are definitely reaching now. And there's been a lot more opportunities that have come. I got to meet Fifty Cent and like <laughs> chop it up with him for a moment. Wait, that was, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to meet Fifty Cent and uh, gave him my mixtape and got to chop it up with him for a little bit. So that was really cool. Hold on, can, before
0: you continue on, you, I can't let you not tell the story of how this happened. Oh, describe
2: no. Fifty Cent and what all that, just because yeah, this is it's a, it's a story. 50 Cent. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a friend on the, my friend on social media had just like posted a flyer saying like 50 Cent was going to be in town. And I was super excited. I was like, oh my God, it's 50. I've been listening to him since I was like a baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, my roommate was like, dude, we got to go and we got to give him your music. Like, we got to try at least. And I was like, there's no way that 50 Cent is going to take my music. Like, that dude is 50 Cent. Like, he doesn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think he was going to show up. But we still came or we still went over there and um, he showed up. And he was huge. He's probably one of the biggest people I like physically, stature wise. That dude is a monster. His hand was bigger than like my torso. <laughs> he had a baseball mitt for a hand. But um, all these people are drinking in the in the club and they're hanging out and you know, dancing. And I'm like sitting in the middle of the club just holding this flash drive in the air like. Take this from me, please, (laughs) please take this. And I I was not gonna budge. I Mm -hmm. stood there for like two hours, and he's in his little like VIP section, and he's like staring down. He's like, "No, I'm not (laughs) gonna take that from you." Like he just kept waving me off. And then uh, he was exiting the club, and I followed behind his entourage, and I stood in front of his Escalade, (laughs) and I was like, "I had it right there." I was like, "They're either gonna run me over (laughs) or..." Someone's going to take it. And so he rolled the window down. I was like, come here. And he took it from me and he said, I appreciate your persistence. And then they'd skirted off and I said, thank you. And that was about as much as I, I did not expect that to happen. You know, like yeah, I that either. was more than I could have asked for. So like, even if he did listen to it, which I don't really know, mm-hmm. or if he was just like throw it out the window, you know, like right. that's still a story to have. Like, Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. I get to meet him, and it's been fun. Uh, and I got a, a cool new you know, work relationship with Z, and it's been cool to be around him and have all these awesome opportunities.
0: Oh, my gosh. Why you made that face? Did y'all didn't see a D made like, a, like she grimaced, like she felt so bad for you. I promise it's not that bad hanging out with me every day. I promise it's not that
2: bad. No, not at all. I got a question. How's it like hanging out with me every day? So, Aww. Nico, what? That's
1: I mean, such a nice question.
2: That is a nice question. See, I like when guests
0: throw back questions because it's like, catch me. it catches me off guard. Yeah. But uh, in yeah, all honesty. tables turn, right? The, the turntables. <laughs> turn. <laughs> but no, it's great. Uh, Nico's great. Um, I love hanging out with him. He's very, uh, he's like, yin yang. Like, it's just like, I'm definitely oh. extroverted, where Nico is more intro and kind of soft spoken. And for me, I'm definitely like, come on, Nico, let's do this. And he's like, <laughs> um yeah let's do it yeah, he, one this. thing about Nico is he's he's down for experiences so like if it's gonna mm-hmm. give him a
2: good experience he's down for it but even if I don't know what I'm getting myself into like yeah and he knows I'm not gonna put him into like as long as stuff. I know I'm not like yeah in harm's way or gonna get like in any trouble like mm-hmm. legally you know like <laughs> then I'm like okay for sure like let's do it yeah right, let's, exactly let's and yeah, so it's been cool hanging out with him.
0: Uh, he says work relationship, but uh, it's a friendship now, yeah, more absolutely. so than, than anything.
2: I was, I he com- like,
1: no, it's just work. <laughs> yeah. We're not friends. <laughs> I, felt, I felt some kind
2: of, I thought some kind of way, it's like a new work relationship. I was like, Darn. well, I meant that more in terms of like, you know, uh, I've been grateful to like work at this new company and oh, oh, oh. and you know, experience what you do, and, and I see why you're so good at like public speaking. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
2: I, I see why now because I walked in day one and I was like oh my god (laughs) what am i doing here (laughs) like how did i end up here
0: we're definitely challenging you in a different aspect of besides performing so absolutely let's
2: let's talk about
0: that like a lot of people assume that artists can public speak which isn't always true but you are a rare case where public speaking can be a strong suit for you you just practice more so talk about how it is to perform versus public speaking
2: it's it's weird, especially, like, not being, like, a big artist. Because I think, like, I'm on my way to being that. But right now I'm still, you know, in the phase of, like, I got to earn people's respect or earn people's, you know, ears, mm-hmm. their attention. Nowadays it's currency. Right. And so... In terms of performing, it's it's fun, and you know, like being someone who's like fresh and a new face to somebody, you really got to bring it, Mm -hmm. you know. And unfortunately, you kind of have to sell it, right? You know, and I'm not really too big on doing that. I mean, I had a show yesterday. Yes, it was fun. I try to keep it really authentic and like you know, express my music and like perform it the way that I wrote it and Mm -hmm. the way I recorded it. But in terms of like public speaking. I'm not the best public speaker. Like, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel like there's a caveat, though. Like, I think it's easier to public speak in a way. Oh, really? Uh, Especially if it's about a topic that I'm comfortable speaking about, you know? Right. Because there's a lot of times where when I'm making or when I'm performing my music or something, like, they want to see a larger-than-life figure or, like, Mm -hmm. somebody who's, like, oh my god that dude's crazy you know like and i'm just nico jordan who's just like (laughs) hello how you guys doing like i hope you like this music and you know i'm very genuine and down to earth i don't bring like a overwhelming energy aside from the music right yeah and with with public speaking for some reason it seems like it's worked better for me okay just to like be myself and like definitely relax because the people i've spoken to have just been like dude you're you're really nice and like right. I would not expect it, like looking at you, like the way yeah. you carry yourself, you know. So it's it's definitely a, a cool trade off, but it's definitely different. Yeah,
0: that's it really is different. And it's cool to see Nico in that kind of light as well. It's like, oh wow, okay, you're you're a great artist, but you're a good public speaker too, and you have a story as well. And we talked about it before mm-hmm. in our virtual in our virtual interview. Yeah. And I wanna give people a taste Of your story, if you're comfortable. I mean, of of course. course. I mean, no worries. Because you know. I feel like we always put you, like, in, on this r- weird, like, can you tell us about your substance use? And, like, I don't want to make you feel like. And <laughs> hey, hey, we're recording in, in oh, downtown wow. Congress. Oh, we... I
2: know her. Hello.
0: <laughs> it's Tucson. Oh, I mean... my God. That's funny. That's so funny. Right. So, yeah, we're in, we're in Hotel Congress right now recording at KXCI Studios. And uh, it's about to get rowdy here in a little bit because uh, we got the fights happening tonight. So downtown should be popping absolutely it will be a thing so i want people to know a little bit about your story uh not not too much overwhelming or to overwhelm you whatever you're comfortable giving
2: okay um just i'm from i'll say i'm from tucson um i lived here you know most of my life and i love the city and i love the people and you know the atmosphere that this place brings you find a lot of different individuals here but um i kind of got caught up with myself i didn't have like I won't say I had, like, a bad family Mm because I have a great family. I love them. Uh, But I just didn't, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time with them. I was an athlete. I was just so goal-focused and driven. And I never really, like, learned how to, like, build relationships that were, like, meaningful. So Mm -hmm. I struggled with, like, vulnerability. And I had a a rough period once I got to high school. Um, I had started using drugs when I was in the eighth grade. And I continuously, you know, progressed with, like, how strong they were or what substances they were up until I was, you know, a freshman in college. And it, it caused me a lot of opportunities. Um, Unfortunately, like, I, I had a chance to play for the U of A's football team. Mm-hmm. That was taken away. Um, I burnt some bridges with some people who mean a lot to me. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. But I think, you know, where I've come since then, it's been great. I joined the Army for a little while. Right. Uh, hung out, you know— served as served my time did my thing and then got out and really started exploring who I was and that's a really hard thing to do because when you are actually like faced with yourself Mm -hmm. like you look you actually look in the mirror and you're like okay I want to who am I like what is my identity and I didn't know who I was Mm -hmm. I just knew that I wanted to be somebody else Mm -hmm. and So it it brought me out to Portland, Oregon. My travels got me out there and I was out there for a while. Um, I have family who lives there too and it it was great. Um, You know, I started making music out there. I've been making music for five years now. I met some amazing public speakers, amazing individuals who just kind of, you know, shed some like mature light on something that I needed to hear in my life. And it just kind of guided me in this direction that I needed to go and I think you know my story's still being written but for where it's at right mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm really um I look back and I'm like you know because for my job I, I look back every day and I'm like dude I really was this person like, right uh, that I wasn't too proud of being but you know where I've come now and like even though like you got to take the good with the bad but I'm just taking it in stride and I just know that I can just keep being a better person each day Definitely. and keep striving and my story is still being written and you know you guys are now part of that book and right you know whenever that ends or whatever that looks like i'm just i'm just glad to be telling it you know i'm glad exactly. to be living it mm-hmm.
0: so i'm glad you're here man with us to be able to share your story and you're right it's not written yet and you got a lot more to accomplish but
2: absolutely i feel like i'm just getting started <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: honestly i mean a new a new chapter in your life already so i mean it's awesome thank you for sharing and for the viewers at home or the listeners at home it takes some guts for some people to share their story you know what I mean it's not an easy topic to talk about some people don't want to mm-hmm. even go back into that mind frame of damn I was that person I don't I, I don't want to be that person I don't want to think about it anymore but yeah. for you you always mentioned when I share my story I want it to be authentic and I want it to be me and I love it man yeah I appreciate it and of
2: course there's a lot of people I could say like oh I did that by myself but like I said there's so many great people who have you know been placed on my path and have you know taught me so much about myself and a big one I'd say is getting sober right I've I've been sober for three years from hard substances so it's been like learning about myself and also like now learning how to like function and talk to people and Mm -hmm. communicate effectively like it's been a good lesson definitely super happy about it that's so good that's so cool
1: Aww. Um would you ever go back and change an experience that you had in your life or do you feel like all your life experiences have made you who you are
2: I mean that's a good question cuz like I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like you know I'm well, I'm happy with where I'm at as there certain people i miss or that i wish were still in my life based off of my own actions sure mm-hmm. of course you know but i can only do so much in regards to that i i can't sit and like feel sorry for myself or look back and be like you, you should have did this differently like no you you just did what you did and right. now it's what you what i do moving forward that counts mm-hmm. like I could try to uh, make amends for some certain relationships if I choose to. Right. And I'll do my best to do that, especially if I was wrong. But I definitely don't feel like I need to go back because, you know, what's behind me is behind me. I'm not yeah. trying to turn around. I'm just keeping it keeping it moving.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, so – the cool thing about this podcast that I love every time we talk is that the people, the listeners get to hear a different side of the artist. You know, they have this mm-hmm. idea of what this artist could be or how they present themselves. And I think like just having this conversation is amazing. But I also want to talk about the music because the music <laughs> is very, very rich. And I, I love I love it. It's Thank different. Thank you so much. Uh, so before, we, we did a little promo, obviously. And if you're listening due to that promo, you're going to answer... I, You said, my name is Nico Jordan and I'm a hip hop artist. And I kind of like, I I kind of sold
2: myself short a little bit. (laughs) I did did a double take because
0: I was like, Nico, a hip hop artist. Because every time we go out, people are like, oh, are you a hip hop artist? And you always say, you always tell me what you tell them. Tell them
2: what you tell them. Usually I just tell them I'm an artist. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't really have a genre. I think I've blended a lot of genres. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have inspirations from all over the place. Growing up, I listened to like rock music primarily, like Alice in Chains, Metallica, uh, Tool. I'm a huge Tool fan. I just saw them live recently. Actually, it was awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I classify like it, it's easier for me just to be like I'm a hip hop artist, just because like you know I don't like to be placed in that box. Right, but sometimes i just don't feel like the need to explain what i do like just listen to it and mm-hmm. if you like it you like it if definitely. you don't then all right but there's definitely elements of like alternative rock or hard rock mixed with the hip-hop or mm-hmm. like old school boom bap style so it's pretty it's pretty cool
0: no it's really tight it's really
2: ambient and spacey so yes
0: it's really cool and uh the i think you're gonna find this funny and some listeners that that know this person i'm gonna mention uh nico and i were driving and uh he was. We were talking about. Were we talking about Tucson Hip Hop Festival this year?
2: Yeah, the Tucson Hip Hop.
0: We were talking about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I got hit up." Da da da. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's real cool." And uh, he, I mentioned Pike Romero. He's like, "Oh, yeah, Pike hit me up." <laughs> He's all nonchalant. I'm like, "Yeah, Pike hit me up." He said, "Yeah, my stuff is dope." Da, da, da. And I was like,
1: <gasps> "You got this."
0: You got the Pike co-sign. Yeah. Wait a minute, this is huge. And Nico's like.
2: <laughs> no, that, no disrespect I that, just I yeah. just didn't realize you know like how influential he was because I kind of just do my own thing and like exactly. put it out there I've you know network with people for sure but like he had followed me and I was like okay like he has a lot of followers <laughs> like a lot of people who make music follow this gentleman <laughs> like he's doing his turntables like his right. old school and I'm like that's dope like who is this guy and then like he had liked one of my posts and was like this is dope and I was like oh sweet and then I told you <laughs> and you're like bro and I was like I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. No, yeah, but.
1: He's one of the directors of the hip hop festival.
0: <laughs> right. So it was huge. And when he told me that, I was like, you're already, like, if you're Pike. In. Yeah, you're in. If Pike is already rocking with your stuff, mm-hmm. and don't, to any artist that's listening, and like, if Pike hasn't hit you up or whatever the case may be, I mean, his opinion isn't everything, mm-hmm. but it definitely holds weight. In the, the Tucson underground scene, and it's just awesome because I was like, how nonchalant he was about it. It Was like,
1: like, like oh yeah, Pike Romero yeah, hit me up. I was like,
0: Bro, what? So like, that's a testament just to your artistry. And that Pike, it's weird because Pike has a a range of music he that he, that he listens to, but he
1: has a right ear to exactly. hear. Like, okay, when Pike says, oh, "I want you at the festival," and you're like
0: yeah okay yeah like, yeah Yeah. okay yeah. i'm doing something right I'm gonna do it. but what i admired about when nico's response was like hey you know what i don't think my music is tell them
2: i i don't think my music's like fitting for the hip-hop festival and it's not because i think like it's too bad or whatever it's just like i don't like the idea of like going out to a festival like in the daytime and Singing all this stuff because I, I talk about a lot of intimate stuff in my music from right. my past, my drug use, you know, relationship stories, mm-hmm. just past life stuff. Because a lot of my music is like you know in the past tense and and presently, but I just don't feel comfortable with the idea of like going out. There's gonna be kids there that are like with their families. They don't know what they're signing themselves up for. Like. When I think of, like, Tucson, a hip-hop fest, I think of, like, a family event. Like, I, mm. no, no disrespect to, like, no. the hip-hop community out here, like, because I know a lot of artists from the city, and they're all fantastic. It's just I personally don't feel comfortable going out and talking about these things in front of youth and, you know. Their parents didn't buy them a ticket to come hear that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's a open festival. They don't need to be coming and seeing that. Right. I'd much rather, you know, do my own show or, like, be a part of like a venue where they know who's coming. Mm-hmm. They know they can look up the music. They're paying to go there. They're choosing to be there like that 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 would make me feel a lot more comfortable. Definitely. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Now I I to Differ with him in the car. No. Yeah. I was like, "But dude, like like people like juice rp juice world and whatever like it was, he was talking about some of the things that you were talking about as far as substance use uh just depression right and people like black bear mgk now in a sense and just other artists have been talking about this stuff so i, I didn't think it was a negative thing but i admired it because i was like well he knows the demographic he's trying to target mm-hmm. and if he understands that hey the tucson hip-hop festival isn't going to be the best place for me to showcase who my, who I really am as an artist and you play
2: you have some yeah, upbeat songs and some party songs of course but I, but I do have those you know exactly. cuts that you're like I, I'm sad <laughs> I'm sad right now you know so, right and so, and the majority of them are kind of like that so I just I just felt the need to kind of like just avoid it um, yeah. you know of course support that like of shout course. out Tucson Hip Hop Festival thank you for the invitation and sorry I won't be there to make it but uh, maybe next year I'll change my mind yeah maybe growth right yeah Absolutely. So we'll see. Oh.
1: Are you still gonna come and like see the hip hop festival? Yeah,
2: I'm gonna come check it out. Um we're really big in the community. I'm a part of this uh little collective, we're called Pan Gang. We just go by PG. It's um a couple of a couple artists in the city. Uh mm. shouts out Dalton Voss and uh chains PG. But uh yeah, we love to like go around and support, you know, locals and Definitely. and see what's going on in the community. That was a big reason why I came down to do this show yesterday on my birthday. Um was because Yeah, it was his birthday, D. You just happy birthday to him. Oh, I yeah. feel really bad. <laughs> my, my birthday was yesterday. I, I told don't have I turned Instagram. old as <laughs> Oh, fair enough,
0: fair enough. I didn't update her.
2: <laughs> but uh that's the big reason why I came down to do that show was just because it was put on by like a bunch of local creators. Like, right. whether it was fashion or Like, there's a dude that sells juice. Uh, His name was Peaceful Juice Man. Like, he makes his own juice. Super cool. (laughs) And it was just, like, this little gathering of people, but they had a stage, and they were like, we want artists to perform, too. Like, it was just, like, the coolest little vibe of an event, and I was, like, approached to do it, and I was like, of course I'll do it. Like, it's for the city, and it sounds like it's for a good cause. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just some bullcrap, in my opinion. Like, I feel like being there and, like, Having my presence could affect everybody who's there, like bring them customers or mm-hmm. they can network with more people who are also into similar things. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm into doing.
0: That's awesome. I like it. Speaking of community, shout out to KXCI and Black Renaissance <laughs> for holding us down and being part of this partnership.
1: And Duncan uh, for answering all our phone calls. Yeah, shout out Duncan.
0: Man, Keezy on behind the scenes. He's handling our business also he is on on the other like in his at his house so it's cool like Mm -hmm. being able to be you know in a different location having everybody's support and help so shout out Black Renaissance Uh, this is Black History in the Making uh, Takeover Lounge and uh, Black Renaissance so shout out again to them um
1: Oh my! my yeah, I think Aww. so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: for it! <part. laughs> I love when D says oh because it's like the littlest things that can just make her say "oh." I'm like,
1: it's the little things that make me happy. Hey, that's that,
0: hey, everybody! If if you if you have a little crush on D, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> little things. <laughs> little, little things.
1: <laughs> um. So, based for like social media, how important do you feel like social media is to your life and someone else's?
2: That's a really good question. In terms of my artist, that's a super good question because social media is huge. Uh, First and foremost, I don't see, like, how you can't be on social media nowadays, especially if you're a creative or, like, an artist. Like, Mm -hmm. that is where you find your people, especially, like, post-COVID. Like, a lot of people don't want to go outside. Like, they want to kind of keep their distance from anybody unless Mm -hmm. they're going out and they get a few drinks and they're like, okay, like, I'm listening to that. But, like, since that pandemic, it's been really different and the best way to reach people was instead of going out and performing shows, it was you gotta be online and right. I'm very private. Like I mm-hmm. post on my story, like try to let people into my life, but I don't post a lot mm. unless it's like, hey guys, I'm dropping a new song or hey, I just turned twenty three. Pretty <laughs> cool, you know? Right. But uh social media is definitely necessary and it's just really hard to use though because it could be a very negative tool too yeah i find a lot of like local artists who just like give up or like start to like hate themselves or Mm. just anybody the 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 comparison of worth of who you are based off of getting a like like it's crazy how addicting that is to people people live for that kind of stuff yeah Mm. yeah Yeah, they do that's some people's jobs is to get likes you know that's That's crazy that's,
0: that's interesting that's what when you put it like that i'm like
2: Wild. <laughs> wild yeah because i'm like you get paid to like get yeah, people it, to like you it's but in a way it's shown right. like it's kind of like brought this movement of like you know powerful change like For sure like mm-hmm. stop body shaming or mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. obviously like racism like that's right. a big thing that's like you know been influenced and it's been pushed through social media um depression and suicide awareness like all types of things like that so i mean as Evil as social media, I feel, can be, mm-hmm. and it's more like just self-reflection, because I feel, like I said, I think people compare themselves to others, but I think it's a good tool for change, and it can change people's lives overnight. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's, exactly, <laughs> there's, there's new uh, social media coming out every day, and it feels like I can never keep up with it, like facts. TikTok or grinder or whatever that's like (laughs) like, i've heard all these different things like that are coming (laughs) these faces you say grinder was just like i've just Mm -hmm. been hearing about all these different platforms and whether it's like dating apps or you know social connecting acts or whatever it's just it's super hard to keep up with it all
0: no for sure it's Mm -hmm. funny because when we go me and nico go out and talk to youth uh across arizona but um we one of the kids mentioned twitched twitch oh yeah and, I, I was like what the heck is twitch you're like Niko. oh right right that's what I said I was like Nico you're only
2: 23 you <laughs> is my gray hair showing no, I'm just kidding a little bit a little bit right there
0: um, sorry I'm just trying to figure out where to sit like it's like you I want to sit I want to stand I want to like just but I can't see myself it, it's whatever it doesn't even matter you know you're, you're
2: emceeing it in here it's I'm all good it.
0: yeah you know we're here we're doing it up uh, favorite superhero you mentioned it we talked about this before but who's your favorite superhero
2: uh, I really like, I mean, I'm a huge Spider-Man lover. Like, Spider-Man's yeah. dope. Uh, I'm a. I'm actually a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man fan, though. Fair enough. Yeah. I like Tom Holland. I love Andrew Garfield's, too. But, uh, I like Thor. Yeah, 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 you do. Thor yeah. is super super cool
0: not Chris Hemsworth we're talking about Thor
2: here okay he is Thor what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> oh he's Thor for sure <laughs> uh, no I, I like I like Thor I think he has a really cool character I like his story development of being like the snobby god kid yeah to being like a overpowered just monster who <laughs> destroys everything in his path like that's super cool and yeah. I think he's funny
0: yeah no he's really fun so uh, Marvel comics or movies
2: um, both, both, okay. I mean, now I'd say movies, but oh, yeah, growing sure. up, I read comics. My dad is a big comic book like fanatic, so he'd always like you know dish me off whatever he wasn't trying to keep anymore, and I'd read them, and so it was sure. always fascinating.
0: That's dope. Uh, you mentioned your father. I'm, I'm gonna do a Can you do a shameless plug for for your father? Where, I sure
2: can. Where he's at? Sure can. Uh, my dad has been at Chicago Bar, which is on Speedway for. <laughs> My whole life, practically. So, if you want to have a good, fun time and listen to some great live music, you guys should go down to the Chicago Bar. There you and go. Ask for Kerwin. I'll
0: send a I'll send a bill to him later.
2: We
1: should go one day. Co- I'll-
2: Co-sign, Dad. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I'll send your dad a bill for that actually because uh, we don't do free sponsorships here. But <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> your dad's like, "Damn, <laughs> no, nah, no bill." But yes, definitely check out the Chicago Bar. Definitely one of the coolest spots. But yeah, we'll, we'll for sure go check out some live bands. Um. The, uh shoot, I lost my thought. I lost it. it was gonna go somewhere, but it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go. <laughs> happen. It happens sometimes. Yeah. It's okay. It's been
1: this whole night. There's, Literally.
0: Been so much,
2: there's been so much to talk about.
0: If you if you were if you were here when we were started, uh the it's podcast, Key, stressful. has been here to, <laughs>
2: to Shout out, Key, it. for taking
1: our pictures Yes, shout out, Key,
0: over here, taking pics for and us. And next
1: week
0: and the week after. <laughs> She's like, I ain't signed up for all that. I ain't signed up for all that. But no, that, shout out, Key. Uh, it's been it's been a hectic kind of a day, a week, month, um, year. Beginning of <laughs> the year. Yeah, beginning of the year. Man, we, we kind of just took off, like, running uh, for the most part. Um, but we're here as far mm-hmm. as uh, podcasting goes uh, Two years in the making of this podcast. That's crazy. We've
1: known <laughs> each other for two. You know, there was a memory that popped up on my uh-huh. my um, Snapchat. Okay, and this going. It shows your phone's low
0: battery. Oh, that's been out there the whole time.
1: <laughs> I just saw it now. Oh. It's
0: been okay. Go ahead, continue your thought. Finish your thought.
1: But on Snapchat, it showed up like a the hip hop first hip hop festival I helped out with. Okay, was when Bun B.
0: Bun B came to
1: Tucson. And I yeah. thought that was the coolest thing because I was like, my brother listened to Bumby before. That's, yes,
2: that's so dope.
1: Um, But I was looking, and that was four years ago. Psh,
2: time flies. You're four old. years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disregard that. <laughs> but it's crazy to think, like, I know Pike for four years. <sighs> I've known Mankind for four years. That's wild. My best friend I've known for four years, Marielle Aquino. Shout out. Best friend.
0: <laughs> Shout out, Marielle.
1: Um, but... It feels like I've known them forever. Yeah. And literally everyone I know in the hip hop community.
0: It's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's wild. fast and uh I don't know what it is like for you but uh you just dropped a new song yes. right now and you, y'all you probably heard it in the intro This will, the song would have been played in the intro uh, so. in post production so we'll pretend that we heard it yeah, yeah. so we heard the song in post intro uh, or what sorry post intro uh, whatever but we heard y'all heard it so tell us a little bit about the song what, is, uh, what you wanted
2: yeah the song's called what you wanted um, honestly that song happened by accident I didn't <laughs> know that was gonna come to life like I'd say all my music kind of just comes at a random moment right Um, At first, it was really, you know, like, thought out, like, this is the message I want to portray, and, Mm -hmm. like, I got to say these words so people know, like, I'm smart and, like, you know, interesting as a person, but now my music kind of just comes from a feeling, like, however I'm feeling, whether it's happy, sad, like, excited, like, I want to go run a marathon or something, (laughs) you know, I just... I don't want to <laughs> Um I got a lot of I got a lot of friends who are producers and I've met a lot of great people and so my buddy had just like sent me this beat. He plays the guitar and he's like, Yeah. Tell me what you think of this. I was just messing around and then it started and I was like, This beat makes me want to like party. Right. Like, this beat yeah, I yeah, wanna yeah. party listening to this beat. But then uh, you know, I was like, but it's not like the only thing I wanna talk about. Like mm-hmm. I wanna talk about like why I don't really party anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. kind of like just shaped it into a story of like all of the bad things I've done, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because I only say one cuss word in that song. I'm so proud of that. And, uh, what and I, per- what? I portray the story so well. Yeah,
0: no, definitely, it's definitely dope. Uh, what, what's the cuss word in that song? It's the
2: f word. Oh
0: man, he said the f word. The one, the one bad word you don't oh, say in front God. of your mama. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. But it's dope. It's really cool. I love, I love your homie's guitar pattern. I mean, the chords that he picked was just it amazing. Really it was. I I can hear it in my not it do
2: not
0: I was like yeah. So yeah. he sent it to me on unrele- you you just finished it mixed and mastered and um, he he sent it to me and I was like he sent me a you sent me yeah, a sent couple a so, few. and I
2: was like yo what you wanted that that's the one. That that's the one. And I was like I, I don't know like I don't I'm not sure and then everybody was like yeah no, that's <laughs> that's it dude. So And then I was like yeah and Z coming
0: soon. You know I mean? I'm just... <laughs> no, I'm just if kidding.
1: you need a scheduler, don't uh. call Z. No, yeah,
0: don't call me. You need to schedule anything. I'm don't
1: do it.
2: <laughs> I gotta keep my own schedule together as of now. Gosh, oh, it's
1: just so man. much.
2: Things just come out of nowhere. There's so many opportunities that just fall out of the sky. Like, hey, huh. it's, it's
0: life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> thank you D for keeping my life in order
0: for the most part I mean without her I probably would have missed the the time to be here I got here at 7
1: I know I like how you I've called you like three times today yeah and you're like 5 30 today right <laughs> yes
0: so yeah like d's the, my manager without being my manager and she's like the take over lounge manager actually she's management uh but don't go to her with your problems y'all if you got a problem with the podcast you can come to me or mankind right? I mean,
1: they
0: can't come to me regardless <laughs> yeah regardless so. because she's off ig so you mm-hmm. got to come to us or the lounge takeover we'll, we'll figure it out but yeah life is crazy what you wanted what, what i wanted <laughs> what i got you know uh, yeah. <laughs> i like uh, careful what you wish for <laughs> uh it's cool because you dive into a little bit of uh your, your substance use yeah
2: it's a, i try to be very honest in all my music i definitely talk about like past relationships in that song that like, yeah. meant something to me um My substance use for sure. Mm -hmm. It's like the first thing I say in the song was like I was a high school junkie. Like I really feel like I was like no one would have really realized it either because I was a high functioning like drug addict. But you know it it was definitely like a song where I said a lot of things and like in retrospect, like looking at it now, I'm like wow, like I really said all of that. (laughs) Okay, but it sounds good. Like it's cool. It's cool. cool. Like yeah, if you don't listen to the lyrics, it's like. Yeah, just and con- yeah, and I wouldn't Yeah, I-, I couldn't even call that song a hip hop song so Z was right from earlier that's definitely more like an alternative, alternative. like pop punk yeah. song so oh
0: my, it's it's fire like if we if if you got a live band to like do that, do that pff, what? that'd be fun that'd, that'd be, be super fun right jaw drop mm-hmm. fire mm-hmm. gotta ask the, you gotta ask that kind of question unless you have another question before that
1: which which are we doing either
0: one either one either one either one, either one. I don't know either one.
1: I don't think we've asked you this one.
0: Okay. We get caught up in other conversation with him. It's just... I know. It's natural. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Been having a good time. Well, because,
1: like, Nico's a little bit of both of us. Like, it's he's very real. introverted, but he can be extroverted.
2: Yeah. When it, takes, I need to. It, it takes a lot for him to get extroverted. <laughs> it takes, <laughs> it, it's exhausting. After, like, ten minutes, I'm like... right. <laughs> I did that. We're all right now. You. <laughs> um,
1: If you could have a decision between... These two things between Crocs and Birkett Stocks.
2: <laughs> Choose wisely here, friend. For real. Um, those are both. It just no disrespect, no. Brand slandering, but I think they're both ugly. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but so this
1: is the last time you hear Nico on the. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think they're both ugly. I don't think they're that great, but I would choose Burks over Crocs. See, that's why he's my friend. That's because you're a No, no, <laughs> it's a biased <laughs> decision. No, I've, seen some, I've seen something about those rubber Crocs. They look like just like Tupperware. Like they, they look.
0: Oh, they're so comfy. They look ridiculous. Hey, how do you say Tupperware?
2: Tupperware. Tupper. Or
0: Tupper, or Tupper. Tupper. I say Tupper. Okay. I good. say Tupper. You say what you say. Tupperware.
2: You say the B B E R Tupper. <laughs> Tupper. <laughs> Tupperware. No, I'd absolutely, Anyways. absolutely would choose Birks over Crocs. I think. Would Crocs you wear over.
1: socks with your Birks though?
2: If I had, <laughs> I had to, like if like right. my, if my feet weren't up to par that day, I would wear some socks in them. Not? If I ain't got a pedicure, I'm wearing socks on my Birks. what was if the like last one. If I told you got toe jam going on, can't be doing none of that. Listen, coming soon, Key. Key, Key. coming soon.
1: Miranda, if you're listening to this,
2: <laughs>
0: shout out Miranda. Shout out. MJ shout out MJ Nails. Nails. Shout out MJ Nails. <laughs> I'm gonna am gonna bill you later for the, the the shameless plug, but okay, I'm gonna send you. Get an what invoice you, coming. They
1: they start March 8th.
0: March 8th, <laughs> my piggies need to be done. Yeah. Hey, I'm due for one. <laughs> By the way, it doesn't. You, if you're a straight male or heterosexual male, yo. It don't. You get your get your nails done. Get bro. your nails done. Get take care of that. Yeah, I'm telling you. Get a, a
2: mani pedi. My first. My first few times going in, it was a little weird. No, Especially when is. someone touches your feet, you're yes. like, Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's it's forbidden a bit territory, Miss. <laughs> Be careful with my territory. pinky toe. <laughs> But then after I was out of there and I was walking, I feel like was walking on clouds. I was like, yeah, bro. I'll be back. Like, I'll be back again. Treat yourself, man. Nobody wants crusty nails, man. Never.
0: Even, even no. if you work construction, who cares, bro? Yeah. Like, get your nails done, bro. Especially if you work construction. y'all. Be, <laughs> let me tell y'all, you construction workers, man, take care of yourself. Man. <laughs> some, some of y'all don't be taking good care of yourselves, you know? So mm-hmm. that's my, that's no, no slandering people that get the nails done. Nails or, uh. Feet done, you
1: know
0: what we I mean? We support it, we support
2: it. So, speaking of support, <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to talk a little bit. I want to ask you guys something.
0: You go join the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the Live
2: No, it's uh, it was a question that was brought oh, to my sure. attention yesterday. And you guys being one of the biggest like media companies for creatives in Arizona, Whoa. I'd say that for sure, you, you know. Like, That's I'm humbled. That's um, speechless, there's like this, uh, it's like. I don't know if it's like an unspoken thing, but like I got asked, I got interviewed recently by Tucson Weekly. Yeah, they interviewed me and uh, their interviewer asked me a question. So there isn't like a big artist that's come out of Arizona. Aside from like Linda Ronstadt, and if you guys don't know who Linda Ronstadt is, she's a multiple Grammy winning like old rock singer. Ronstadt?
0: Ronstadt. Rond- named Rond- at, is it name at, is she named after the, the bus station right here? The
2: Ronstadt station? I can't
0: stand you. <laughs> Maybe. This is, cool. That's how Tucson I am. I know the, I know
2: the station. But, you know, this was years and years ago. Right, she's right, right. she's, probably you know, is she's an older older woman now. That's so, Ronstadt. But there hasn't been like a big prominent like figure that's come out of Arizona that's like recognizable. And there's some people that are like on their way to getting there. For sure. For sure. But I I just have this like weird thought in my mind that like. I want to be the first one to say that. I want to be the guy who made it or made it big or, you know, conquered that mountain, but Mm. it's only as good as your environment. And it seems like the only thing that's holding Arizona back from having like someone who really gets there Mm -hmm. is just that true support. I feel like there's like a toxicity that comes here because there's so much competition because there isn't anybody who has conquered that mountain. So everybody is like, I'm not going to support you even if I think you're good, even mm. if I think you're dope because I don't want you to get there before I do. Mm. Like, but if you look at like New York or Chicago, California, there's been hundreds of artists who come out of there, right. have conquered this mountain, conquered this peak, and you know they bring people up with them who they find talented from their cities or their states. Right. And they put them on and get them up there. It's so awesome. there's no one really here to do that. So I guess my question is, do you guys feel the same or is it just something that I think? I'm going to let D go first.
1: Well, the only artist I really know from... I don't know. Is Futuristic from Arizona? Oh, he's yeah. from
0: Arizona. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. the only real, like, Arizona artist that I know.
0: Willie North Pole, Kind of. Battle rapper, but also doesn't... I was about okay. to say. Right. Uh... <laughs> uh, who else? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. Go ahead. Finish that.
1: being someone who's not, like, Tucson local... Right. B.C. Not before Christ, but <laughs> British Columbia. <laughs> um, I have seen like a lot of animosity in the hip hop scene. Mm. And, you know, it's I have no, you know, hierarchy of like, oh, I know this, this and this. It's everyone's own opinion. But I have seen like really strong support, very weak support and very fake support.
0: Ooh, ooh. we got categories. This that, is, this that, is that's, that was good. That's that's good. True, no, no, though, no I, I because agree.
1: there's someone that can, you know, they show you real strong support, but it's fake. Yeah, and I've seen that a lot. And it's not like to bash on anyone, and you know, be like, "Oh, easy, hip hop sucks." Right. It's it's the first time I've really seen those three categories in one city.
0: Mm hmm. Okay.
1: Like, I don't know about Phoenix, because...
0: Right, you haven't been... Yeah, we haven't...
1: um, I just go there for school. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) But in Tucson, I have seen those three categories, and I've seen it, like, literally in person. Yeah. In one room, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, if y'all just knew everything... I don't know if y'all would be friends.
2: Mm. And <laughs> you know, it's just it's strange how it works because I mean no. I've met several artists like before I even started making music, and I was like, oh my gosh, this person's going to make it big time or right. whatever. And you know now I come back and they're still doing like the same local shows or whatever. Nothing against that, no. but mm-hmm. it's just like, where did they go wrong or that where did they not receive the support that maybe they deserve to have? Yeah, and. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't seem like nothing really catches on here. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying to stay fresh and like try to stay relevant. Right. Because the last thing I want is, you know, to get to a point where like, I I'm right there. I can pull myself. I see the peak. And then mm-hmm. the people are like, like, nah, dude, no. you do that. we don't choose you. You're you're not a representative anymore. Okay. And so, you know, trying to get that real support from this place seems like a struggle. I'm yeah. not saying it's impossible. No. It just seems like Struggle for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, my thoughts on that would be, uh I think Pike explained it well to me because I, I was kind of going back and forth with him because I thought like, Tucson needs to do a better job at supporting artists. But at the same time, artists can't expect that support from their own city. Mm. Artists, uh, People are not going to support until you're out of your city. You know what I mean? That's true. And like, I think the closest one right now that's going to do that. And thanks to thanks to the people before him and still doing it like Tommy Will, mm-hmm. Cash Lansky, like Marley, D- B. Marley B. Yes, thank you. Um, all those three like are in that that weird area where like okay, we're kind of old heads and we've been through this a little bit, but we're also fresh and we're about mm-hmm. to get out. But since ASCII was able to have that mentorship from those three and even more people, of course, from Pyke as well, they taught they t- they told him, hey, don't expect your support. From your city until you get out your city, and that's that's sadly that's what Tucson is. Is we're not going to support. I mean, not us. I mean, obviously we, we do the, the podcast for a reason, not the media for a reason. But spark a change exactly. But people aren't going to support until you out your city, and you can't expect their support. And get out of your city, start uh, reaching out to different people, and I think you have different viewers or listeners and absolutely in every other state. And yeah, that's good because that's how you tour. Like yeah. you can't tour tucson i'm sorry i mean <laughs> yeah you can go to the rialto i mean i don't think there's been anybody that's sold out the rialto that's from tucson like i want to be the first one to do that hey and that would be dope but like you can't tour you can't tour tucson like you can tour out of out of state you can go to texas you can go to florida like so make sure you got listeners in every other state so that's that's my thoughts
1: but here's a question would you rather have an like if you're an upcoming artist or if you're an established artist would you rather be a headliner on a tour? Like, be have mm. that be your own tour? Mm-hmm. Or would you want to be, like, an opener? And that's,
0: then,
2: a good, that's a good question for him to ask. Um,
1: said, I don't know why I was like, know I, was, I'm,
0: uh, a, I don't rap. That's a really good question. <laughs> i like, I haven't
2: gotten that taste yet. I just, I've performed for some small venues and, like, I've done some opening up for people. And being an opener is such a, I think it's a great experience. For sure. Because especially if you're a performer who, like, practices and rehearses and takes, you know, your live performing seriously, you can go out there and hit a home run with whoever you're opening up for fans, and now they're your fans. It's true. As in term to, like, when you're headlining a show, I, I, I would imagine, I wonder if, like, these big artists who are millionaires and have everything they want from their music, if, like, they still have that passion to like go out there and do this because like they've conquered all this stuff, like they've done a million sold out shows at big you know stadiums or big you know amphitheaters, and I just for now I'm enjoying being the opening act because I will I won't say that that could happen to me, but it mm-hmm. could happen to me. You know and that that drive and that like excitement factor that I get from like just making a new song or just sitting in front of my computer and trying, I don't want that to disappear. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I've gone to some shows where like the headliner was just like drunk or like Mm, really mm. high and not really caring about how they're sounding and just playing and yeah and you're like oh my god dude like what are you doing right this is not the experience i wanted to get from you you know like Mm -hmm. i wanted to get the experience that i feel when i listen to your music right Mm so i think for now i'm kind of happy with where i'm at Mm -hmm. but being the headliner would be really cool I, i could imagine it would be but i just don't want that piece of it to die so that's my that's my answer to that question. Yeah, I think yeah, that, I think that that's pretty straight up. You know, yeah.
0: That. I would add what I would add to that is make if you're an up and coming artist, like make it make sense. Like if you're if you do pop, don't open up for Griselda. Like that doesn't make sense.
2: Oh, the, absolutely. The demo, I feel like no.
1: that wouldn't even happen. But I'm saying <laughs> though,
2: but some artists are like yo, because uh, there's well, sometimes there's people who get like open a potato like roll you can pay to open exactly. for the show. Right. The promoters are so like, yeah, the promoter will be like, all right, pay this amount and then yep. you can come hop on the show and open up for it. And the last thing, if I'm at like a, a rap concert is to go in and hear like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like some sad stuff. I'm gonna be like, this is not why I'm here. Right. Exactly. Boo. So, <laughs> make it make sense for yourself. Don't put
0: yourself in a situation where it's like, doesn't make sense. Like if you don't that do trendy sense. TikTok music, don't open up for the baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Make it make sense. So that's that's my advice and that's my tangent for today. But you're right. I mean, if you're up and coming artists, I mean, being an opener isn't, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think... It's a scary feeling
2: though, I will say, because the first thing you see, you're, you're setting the tone for the show. For sure. But if you set a good tone, they're going to be like, Oh, I know I heard that dude before he got big right exactly they remember that
0: yeah mm-hmm. and one person that comes to mind is Jack Harlow just oh sh- shout uh, out Jack I, Harlow I love Jack dope. Harlow Jack it's, Harlow is dope he goes crazy I, listening to his story just how he be like from Louisville and then he, everybody saw the picture when he had like eight people in the crowd right and that was that was like his tour right or whatever the case may have been but Eight people are still somebody. You know what I mean? One yeah. person is still somebody. So somebody cares that you're you're, you're doing what you're doing. So.
2: Or at least interested. Right.
0: And don't get discouraged. Like for me, um and D, I think we go we went to a lot of local uh shows and events at Thunder Canyon. Oh
1: yeah. And uh Thunder Canyon, one ninety one two, yeah, like, solar culture.
0: We show up and we'll we'll try to show up to as many as we can. The only thing is we get <laughs> we get a little peopled I- out like higher <laughs> we get a little, our social battery drains out cuz i mean we talk like to people to sleep. yeah we talk to people every day almost every week and it's extensive conversation and everybody's like how can you get a podcast but we kind of like sit in the back a little bit and like not
1: even the back we sit in our
0: specific uh, oh yeah corner. we have we have, <laughs> yeah, we have a seat we have a specific seat that we like they to sit can at
1: find us in two corners at the Under canyon brewery <laughs> we're either no, at no. the front or we're like
0: hey, way in the back wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean we're not listening like anybody can change your like your d- trajectory and yeah. where you're going so like for us it it's something small right now where we can get you on the podcast. We can get you an interview. Mm-hmm. We love your music. I remember Big Vinci. Uh, D was like, <laughs> yo, before you go on, let's schedule an interview right now. And Well,
1: no, he asked, he's like, so when can I, like, I, I want to come on the, like the podcast for an interview. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Right,
0: exactly. These Some, are
1: the days we have available. Please
0: sometimes say. we already listen to your stuff and we really, we want to get you on, but we just never, you know, just we have a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. So if you come up to us, and you're like, hey, like, I want to get on the podcast when you really listen to your stuff but most likely D's gonna
1: come up and be like have manners
0: yeah for sure
1: for or sure. else I'm just gonna walk away
0: <laughs> one thing that I will say about Nico and the reason why Nico was very persistent thank you but that's where we were very... going that's where I was going he
1: was persistent
0: that's where I was going with
1: like a lot of kindness too right exactly like I could tell like okay I, firstly I was like who is this
0: kid <laughs> <laughs> right exactly
1: But secondly, I'm like, okay, he's like, he has manners, Mm -hmm. he's very polite, and he's he's asking really nicely, and it was just like, I felt bad, because I'm like, this boy has now, (laughs) like, triple messaged us. And then I responded to him on Facebook, I'm like, we're gonna have you on the show, (laughs) and then, I don't know what happened, we got busy, but then... I like reach out to him like, oh, you want to be on the show?
0: <laughs> yeah. So let that be a testament to artists is like
1: persistence is key. Persistence, but It might take us a little.
0: While. It might take us a while, but into anything. I mean, because then the, the persistence story. exactly it continued. It's consistent. It isn't. He didn't just stop at the takeover lounge. He was like nah 50's gonna get this hard drive <laughs> I
2: don't know if he's gonna listen he's gonna or not. to not take the hard drive punch <laughs> me in my face so exactly. one of those two.
0: and I think that's the key and you gotta be bold and you're confident in your music and you gotta be uncomfortable you gotta be comfortable with being uncomfortable and mm-hmm. that's the amazing story about Nico is that his persistence is gonna get him far it and is. his manners is gonna get him far like he's not rude about it like he doesn't have an ego and that's mm-hmm. the thing that I like about it is like a lot of artists not just in Arizona but in general have egos and, you know what? It's dying. It's dead. It's dead.
1: Oh, I should have given you my phone charger. <sighs> it's okay. But you didn't ask for it. But I, was,
0: I, got, I really got deep, and you distracted me.
1: Well, because that thing was flashing at me. It don't matter,
0: because look <laughs> it. Now we're just frozen. Oh, okay. Anyways, I wasn't going anywhere with what I was going to say, but I think I was. <laughs> so, whatever I said, just take it with a grain of salt, because I don't know what I was saying. Like, just Sorry. quotables from Z. <laughs>
1: quotables?
2: No, it's a, it's a great experience, you know, to be able to be a part of, like, the community, like, the local scene, to, mm-hmm. you know, be on the show with you guys tonight. It's been great. I'm still having a great time. It It's just something about, like, I moved away. I left for a reason. And, like, now that I come back here, I'm like, it doesn't even feel like the same place.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for it sure. It just
2: feels like the atmosphere is different. I feel like I walk in here and people kind of have, like, not a target on my back or anything, mm-hmm. but kind of like a oh look at this guy he left he's too good for you know he's too good to be in the city and I don't think that's the case I just really am striving and I'm really like you said persistent
0: mm-hmm. to trying right. to
2: make it to that next level I think it's good for somebody to open a door yeah I want to be the person to open the door if no one else is gonna do that then let me do that mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take the stress right. like it's worth it to me this is what I want to do this is what I love doing and I just want to see this place become more than just, like, Tucson. Right, for sure. That town that everybody's like, I hate Tucson, but then they're like, oh, no, I love Tucson, you know, because that's how it always goes. People will move away, and they move back. Right. Why do they come back if they hate it so much, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just want to start this new kind of, like, hub or, like, artist, you know, appreciation here. Right. Where, you know, by the time my time's up on this planet, whenever that is, God Mm. willing, it's a long time. Right. But by the time my time is up... You know, there is already the next generation who has like a foundation that they can follow Mm -hmm. because someone before them actually did it. For sure, that's dope. And I think and you guys are in the forefront of that as well because you guys really bring to you guys bring to light somebody like me, right? Like like Danny said, who is this kid? And now (laughs) a lot more people are like, I know this kid, (laughs) right? Exactly. True. I mean, it's weird because like
0: I think we're the longest running podcast so far that's coming out of Tucson. But for us to only start like two years ago and to be like not, not have this pressure. I want to say it's pressure, but it's a lot of expectations that come with it And, and the platform you have. And the mm-hmm. platform that we have and are creating it's like it gets a little like, damn. like who, like, it's a
1: lot. It's a lot. it's a, it's, it's a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what? I don't want to like discourage anybody from starting the podcast, but like if people think starting a podcast is easy, it's not like the beginning is always easy. Yes. The starting part is always easy, yes. but to make it last and to have longevity in this podcasting game, psh, you got to have a great team. And I'm blessed enough to have a great team that, that support. Mm-hmm. Like there's nights and days like artists that I feel like texting D and mankind and being like, Hey, let's shelf it. Like, um, I'm pooped. Like, let's, how
1: many times have I thought on that drive to <laughs> Phoenix? I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> is it worth it? Like,
1: do and, I really want to do this podcast?
0: Right, and the thing is, I think a lot of people think we get the bank for doing this. We get paid nothing. Like, we we do this because we love it, and of course, you want to be able to get to the point where this is another source of income, income. and mm-hmm. we're able to help artists. Or what we want to do is that, uh, essentially, is replace ourselves and be able to pay those people that are replacing us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm and like I would love to be podcast, but I want to be like me and D I think are on the same page we just want to be like guest podcasters when we come on like I want to take over lounge to have another stay like another two years <laughs> another four years from different people from different walks of life cause I bet y'all get tired you probably get tired of me and D like let's be honest like we've we've been doing this for two years and what about somebody new how about somebody new somebody fresh you know what I mean <laughs> so the point of the podcast is to of course bring up artists but to also bring up up and coming people that want to begin in journalism that want to start their own podcast yeah. that want to get experience in a radio station like this is things that we can do and it's not easy but when you're doing it right it becomes a little difficult so mm-hmm. anybody that wants to start a podcast wants to start music or artistry i think you can attest to the same way i mean there's nights where you're like is this oh, even yeah. worth it absolutely like,
2: there's been countless nights um where i've been super discouraged and, and from that discourage you know in that discouraging feeling i would lash out at people like it was their fault. Like, mm. ah, like I haven't made it yet. Or right. I can't think of anything. I got writer's block and it, it, it's a struggle. Yeah. It really is a struggle. It, it is. can be hard and you just got to push through though. Yeah. Cause you know, there's something good that comes out of it. Like, like you said about the financial part, like mm. I would love to just have an apartment yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off of my music, like right. my own apartment. But I don't i don't make nothing mm-hmm. i've spent thousands and thousands of dollars my last album alone cost me thousands of dollars
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i don't know when i'll ever see anything coming back from that right i don't know but that's not the point of why i'm doing it. exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly you know i think the music i make goes out to like an audience and they hear it and they can you know resonate with it or relate and be like okay yeah this is i feel you bro mm-hmm. i feel you but at the same time it's like i think it's also good for me to get this out for sure. Because and I feel like I'm spreading awareness about certain topics, mm-hmm. trying to be you know diverse and different. But yeah, it's definitely a discouraging art form though.
0: Yeah. Got thoughts on that? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just, even the podcasting, how like, because Dee does most, like I said, she's like our manager. Like she schedules. And... Yeah,
1: I do a lot of scheduling, a lot of like the communication. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would have never thought like, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, well, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the radio station to <laughs> record a podcast right. episode. And he's just like, you know, that's I would have never guessed that you'd be on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, but I think that's really good for you. Like, it's great to see, like, you in a different aspect. Because mm. for for me, like, when I lock my mind into something... <laughs>
0: You're, you're it's in. like
1: it's tunnel vision <laughs>
0: for real yeah no for real it's
1: like I'm either in a training room in a PT clinic or I'm just like doing something for the podcast yeah, yeah. literally but I have this tunnel vision and my mom always gets on my,
0: <laughs> she gets
1: on my case for this cause she's like you I do have a trouble saying no to a lot of people yeah but she's like you're just so nice to people and I'm just like well if I see like prosperity and like potential in someone then i'm gonna go and put my all in them right that's what happened with peps like peps mm-hmm. and i have known each other for long and
0: that's, wow
1: and now i can't get rid of him <laughs>
0: <laughs> peps is a pest i'm just kidding.
1: love that <laughs> Love man, you, peps, he's, but he's truly become like family and i mean i've supported his clothing brand since one of our mutual friends introduced me to him and mm-hmm. I told him for like the past two years, I'm like, if you need help, let me know. And then it was only like this past year, he's like, all right, I need your help.
0: (laughs) Full time, full time. Nope.
1: But I mean, I, and I love being a part of that. Like, I love being a part of elite culture. There's a lot of people, like one of my friends, I went to PT um, tech school. He's like, yeah, someone with elite culture came into my shop the other day. (laughs) And I was like, I know that brand. My friend wears it all the time. And, I was like, well, now I'm a part of it. Right, exactly. (laughs) But I think going back to if you want to start something, if you want to start a podcast, if you want to, you know, be an artist, as much as you want to give your all, don't give your all because Mm. you're going to get lost with you know, the disappointments that come with it, mm. or mm. discourage of like, well, so and so's at this level, they started off at the same time as me.
0: Mm-hmm. why are
1: they doing why are they having more opportunities? right, And I've seen that a little bit, like with the podcast i you know I watch a lot of other podcasts, but they're podcasts that they've been doing for years, right,
2: right. yeah, Joe Rogan's podcast is like, what over ten years, right? Yeah. exactly.
1: And I'm like, you know, and I just sit there and I watch and I listen to them. And some of them will talk about like their journey, like starting at um, a little company. And then they're just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. But then they put their all into the podcast and they're like, you know, I lost thousands. I lost a lot of relationships, but I've grown from it, too. Right. So I feel like it's it's either like a win win or win lose.
2: Oh, absolutely. Or just lose-lose.
1: Or just lose-lose. Hmm. But this is my favorite saying, everything happens for a reason.
2: Everything happens for a reason. I believe that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But that's super true. When you start something new, like whether you're becoming a musician or doing a podcast or becoming like a YouTuber or a creator of any type of fashion, an author, you can burn out really quickly. Oh, facts. Mm-hmm. Super quickly. I've burnt out a couple times and mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do it no more, guys. I'm throwing in the towel. My friends are like, no, just take a break. Take a break. Stop comparing yourself. And that's why I bring it back to social media as well. Mm Because, you know, I'll use podcasting as an example. Like, if I were to start a podcast, I'd watch, like, No Jumper or Joe Rogan's podcast or Call Her Daddy or whatever. You know, those podcasts. Right. I don't know. I've never watched that show, but I know that's a podcast. (laughs) I've heard that so many times. Sure, sure. How do you know that, Nico? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that.
0: Go for it. I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got the merch. (laughs) But uh, no, uh, definitely
2: is a thing where, like, you will see somebody else do it and to try to, like, mimic or replicate or make it your own, you Mm -hmm. know? And it could be really discouraging when you don't get the results that you're looking for at first. Right. I've been making music for five years now, um, all over the place. But I feel like I've barely made a dent like right. after five years Definitely. like I have barely made a little scrape on the surface and I'm like it's stuck <laughs> <laughs> it's there so anybody who wants to start something new you can do it you just gotta be patient and trust the process and for sure stick with it be humble yeah be humble man. be humble be persistent, mm-hmm. be and, persistent. And, and, and do it for the right reasons yes do it for the right reasons uh, if you're doing it for the money and the fame and that kind of thing it's probably not gonna come to you probably not because it's just not genuine no one's gonna rock with that exactly Uh, but for me you know i feel like i started doing this out of the right place i just wanted to express myself and my expression is starting becoming some people's addiction they keep listening to my music and it's like i'm glad to hear that you know so it pays off for sure and what you guys are doing pays off and yeah, Thank
0: you No, thank you for yeah, trusting us Of mm-hmm. course It's amazing uh, Last question before we let you go It's funny because as you're opening the door And goes like, are y'all kicking me out? Oh no, <laughs>
1: no. MTV we're kids, letting- y'all been great but you, gotta- <laughs> you gotta go
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we're letting some fresh air Yeah, some in fresh today. air coming
0: in But um, in last question for you Of course your, What's your favorite? Because this is, this is a new question But what is your favorite saying?
2: Oh, I like well, okay, how good. about... Y'all give me yours, and then I'll give you mine. Do you give us yours? These were yours. Everything what was happens yours? for a reason.
1: Oh right? uh, yeah, everything
0: mm. happens. I have that. Um, yeah, that's my favorite one. Uh, I thought you were like exclusive. <laughs> that one. <laughs> so yeah, I have it on. Oh, uh, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, <laughs> everybody like, what, what, what? I'm the listeners. Uh, mine, mine a poem. I mean, it's a long poem, but I mean, it's. I mean, we got time, I guess. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Watch your your thoughts before they become your words. Watch your words before they become your actions. Watch your actions because it becomes your character. Watch your character before it becomes your destiny. And I think that's how I think about things sometimes. I mean, on the podcast, I'm very just whatever I think is going to come out. Mm -hmm. But when I'm intentionally building relationships or I'm meeting people, I'm definitely watching my words and my thoughts because... I mean, it's hard. Like, a lot of people can express or know that once you get to your thoughts and you keep talking to yourself negatively, you start to portray that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you start to use negative words. You start to do negative actions, right? So, I always try to have a positive mindset, right? When I'm doing anything. So, I think that's what I live by. And shout out to my dad. He showed me that, like, back when in sixth grade. And I, we have it framed and stuff mm-hmm. in his office. So, I mean, it's something that I live by. Okay. So,
2: what's Nico's? Um,. I'd say as of now, like where I'm at in my life, it's just, you're my fantasy. You are my fantasy. And uh, what I mean by that is I'm everything that I want to be and I'm everything that I'm not supposed to be right now. Mm. And as I progress forward as a person, I'm still gonna love myself because i'm never gonna get rid of myself i'm with myself all day right literally. every moment <laughs> yeah. of my life i'm there and so you know why not be my own fantasy why mm. not be what i want to be and see myself as that definitely and so i actually got that quoted on my body i have it nice. and, you know i got a tattoo of it and i stand by that you know be your own fantasy and whatever that looks like to you Figure that out and, and get to that point.
0: Yeah. Make sure it's positive, though. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Yeah. That's, the, that's yeah. the main point with everything. I think we got to say the disclaimer just so yeah. people are like, well, hey, yo, I want to be. Da,
2: da, da. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, be, wait, wait, re- wait. But <laughs> be realistic with yourself. Exactly. Of course, for for like, sure. Just be someone you're proud of being yeah. and don't let, you know, past things hold you back or drag you down. It's not worth it. You know, be your own fantasy and enjoy this life. It throws a lot at you, but there's a lot of good and bad, but take the good. Love it, love it Such a great one Let's say it again You're my fantasy You're
0: my fantasy You are my fantasy Mm -hmm. Awesome Uh, So where can they stream uh, What you wanted And where can they follow you?
2: Okay. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Nico X Jordan, and you guys can stream my music. Just look up Nico Jordan on all platforms, Apple music, Spotify, YouTube. Um, I got some music videos out too, shot by Dalton boss. He's amazing. So definitely feel free to check those out. We have some great stuff coming up and thank you guys so much for having me on. I've had a blast. This is really fun.
0: Of course. Thank you for being extremely last minute and being flexible and go with the flow. Oh, uh, of course. I know some of y'all were probably expecting Rocky Tyrate. uh, Sorry, things happened, but we rescheduled him. We got coming soon. Coming real soon. Rocky's going to be with us real soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in the meantime, in between time, uh, you can follow us at the Lounge Takeover. You can follow me personally at at Z underscore underscore GIV. You can follow Daniela at?
1: Lounge
0: Takeover. Ooh, nice. Oh. (laughs) That was good. Good. And you can follow Mankind at Mankind underscore podcast Podcast underscore. underscore network. Yes. And he'll get right with you uh, Shout out Black Renaissance Shout out KXEI For also holding us down Always mm-hmm. We're here every Saturday Of February uh, Next week we got I th- So I'm, I'm sorry If I butcher
1: your name But I think it's Suomo Okay uh,
0: I'm, I'm not even gonna Suomo. try
1: Suomo
0: I'm not even gonna I try think. To say it But <laughs> the pod, like, oh, that, pod, that, that podcast <laughs> that, that podcast interview should be really interesting. It should be fun. Uh, so all month we're highlighting black creatives, black artists from Arizona. Mm-hmm. So we can't wait to see y'all and hear y'all soon. What's we'll happening with y'all later? Thank you, Nico. Of course. Thanks, thanks. for having me. Happy
1: belated birthday, bro. Happy <laughs> Thank,
0: belated birthday. Thank you. Mm-mm. Y'all stay safe. <laughs> y'all <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say that. We out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.